1: Jamie's best game, you think? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, uh, you know, trending more in, in the right direction as far as hang distance and what we want to, to accomplish. Um, but we got to help him out. Gunner's got to help him out, make some plays for him down there. And uh, no, he, he did a really nice job. He's he's trending in the right direction for sure. How? Like, what are you looking for for your gunners in those spots? What, we'll do, you do? what do you want them to do differently? Catch the ball? <laughs> Don't drop line. it, you know. But, no, there, there's a, there's some little small nuances um, within our scheme, what we want to do, you know, working back towards the goal line, the punt side gunner, and then being able to have a better angle coming back to the ball. Um, and just, you know, doing little stuff like that, just making sure we're doing our job correctly and uh, to put themselves in a better position so they can make the plays. Is that
0: um, demoralizing for a punter, for the whole unit, when- Everything is executed. And, you know, by six inches, the ball crosses there, and now they're out of the twenty.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's not, it's not a fun feeling. You know, I don't know if I'd say demoralizing, but it's it ain't a place you want to be. You know, it, it frustrates you. Um, but we got to make sure we do a better job of that and just taking advantage of those opportunities when we get them. Thomas, uh, when, when you
0: pass like, the front let say, from the 40-yard line trying to get it in close, is there a spot where you should bounce?
1: Yeah, you want to give give ourselves a chance. Um, you know, ideally, if the ball hits around the four or the five-yard line, that's not a bad thing, you know. Uh, but, again, you got to – the fundamentals of the game, catch the ball, see it all the way into your hands, and just give – he has to do his job by giving the coverage team uh, an opportunity to down it so you don't want the ball to hit at the one, you know. You, you know, you, If it does, you want it to bounce backwards. but if it hits and dives into the end zone, it just makes it difficult. And conversely, if it hits at the five, and you're there to get it, you got to catch the ball. I mean, it's it's not rocket science; it's pretty simple, you know.
0: Does having Why? him help at all this week when you're going against a lefty punter?
1: Oh, absolutely. They've been, you know, obviously they've been sitting there ever since training camp. So, and uh, Jamie and Tress are very similar in how they hit the ball. Uh, they like to hit the same style of punt, so it it should be. Uh, it shouldn't be anything new because they see the same lefty spin with the same kind of power every day
0: what makes tress so effective
1: he is wow uh he's a ball striker like he's he's one of those guys where he's so effective hitting his directional ball out to out to his left and then he can hit that pull spiral and it's going the complete opposite direction with hardly any hang time and it just goes. Like it just goes forever. And uh and when his ball hits the ground, it just rolls. So when he's in the thirty yard backed up, sixty yard backed up, and that ball could easily be inside the ten, inside the five quickly. I'm curious why you think that
0: punting the ball, angling it out of bounds has become so out of style. Maybe, you know guys so there used to be guys that were really good at it. What is it now that makes you that makes not just you but other people around the league just not really want
1: to do it. It's it's not that like that's a hard skill. Like that is a really, really hard skill. Is is I guarantee if you poll every special teams coach and if you could limit their ability to, to return the ball and punt out of bounds, they want to do it. But it's it's just hard. It is. It's uh but because that's that's what we want to do. We want to be able to punt the ball out of bounds. But it's just it's not an easy skill to do. And uh, you know, the last guy that was here that was really good at it was Jeff Fegels, you know, and you got to realize by the time y'all saw Jeff Fegels, he was in year 17, 18, 19, 20, and he had been doing it his whole career. So it's it's not an easy skill, um, but you see a lot of power punters. These guys are bigger, stronger, and faster than than Jeff was, and Jeff will be the first one to tell you, you know, these two big, strong guys. You know, you look at Jamie, Jamie's a big, strong human being. and. Um, A lot of people like to punt for power now, and then they just surround their team with speed, and now you can flip the field and really affect field position. So it's it's kind of a different game than it was in the, you know, the 90s and early 2000s than it is now.
0: You Obviously, have a a long history with a certain free agent wide receiver who's going to visit here tomorrow. Like, I'm just curious, if anyone asked you, like, what Odell is like and what what, what was it like coaching him?
1: (laughs) No, nobody's asked me anything. Uh, They want my opinion, they give it to me. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it was great coaching Odell. It, you know, we I had him three years at LSU. Uh, he was obviously a dynamic player there from his freshman year all the way up until he left. Uh, it was fun. C- fun watching him grow uh, as as a young man coming in as a 17 year old freshman and and leaving becoming a first round draft pick and then watching him. You know, his first few years in the league. Uh, it, it it was fun. He was fun to coach. And um, super super talented guy. Pretty good punt returner yes. too. No, not, not too bad. <laughs> no, he, was, he wasn't bad. I had some good, some good fond memories of Odell, you know, versus Ole Miss, you know, in, in a shootout, returning a punt for about 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. It was it was fun, special time. I think in two
0: thousand nineteen, wasn't Joey <clears throat> Slay here for a coffee break? I mean, what change in his game?
1: You know, Joey has done a really good job of, you know, just bringing his game along, you know, maturing. And, uh, you know, the first time he was here, he was here for a hot second. And uh, we gave him some things to go home and work on. And when he came back the next time, you could tell he had worked on And Joey's leg is super, super live. Like, he has a very, very strong leg. And he's very smooth, very methodical. And uh, he doesn't swing outside of his body. Like, he doesn't over He's just, he's very, very compact. And if you see Joey, I mean, he's a big, strong dude. Like, he's put together, you know. So, no, he, he, is, he has done a really nice job of developing as a young kicker in this league.
0: Does Pimpleton have any chance of returning kicks in game action, or do you think he's more of a developmental player? I mean,
1: it, They they all got chances. You know, every guy on our roster, from the top down to bottom up, got an opportunity. As far as like the guys that are working back there, returning kicks, Uh, and and even the guys that are just teams guys. Like our whole roster is live. Like at any point in time, those guys could be up and be playing. You look at Trent Thompson last week. You know, day before the game, boom, he's up and he's playing. So now all these guys got to be ready for the opportunity. And we talk about it all the time in this room. Like you got to stay ready because it might be literally the, the night before the game to where you get the tap on the shoulder. you got to be ready to go.
0: Hey, Keith, you've obviously been in this league long You've watched the trends week to week, year to year.
1: With the return game,
0: both punt and, and kickoff, I mean, we you hear people talk about how it's changed through the years, but has your approach changed? I mean, do you identify certain areas and say, you know what, Maybe we pull back a little bit on on expectations here on kickoff and we need to get more out of punt because of the lack of return in another area and field position and everything else. How do you approach that?
1: You know, the the expectation level never changes. Like, we always want to perform at a high level. Um, Now, the amount of time you spend on it based upon who you're going against is always different. Like, if you know you're playing against a team that's going to hang the ball up, you got to spend more time doing it that week. But if you know you're playing a team that, you know, they've had 45 kickoffs and 42 of them have been touchbacks, you know you're probably not going to get a whole lot of opportunities. So, you know, it's, it's a totally different game, you know, that it was in, in the 90s and early 2000s. Like, it's, it's, it's a totally different game that way. It's, you know, the reps aren't there like they used to be. Are you just
0: protecting in that situation if you identify a weak, but you're not going to get kickoffs in this situation. Not really Just protecting. don't make a mistake. You know, it's almost like the mistakes are magnified if you do make a situation like
1: that. I, I, I think more of anything, you just, you have to stay status quo as far as how you approach it. Um, but just knowing going into the game that you can't chase plays, you know, because if you do, that's that's where you make mistakes. Just knowing that, okay, going to this game, we're probably not going to get a lot of opportunities, especially if we're playing a, a team indoors and that team doesn't like to cover kickoffs. You just know going in, you're probably not going to get a whole bunch of them. So instead of spending 30 minutes talking about their kickoff coverage team, I might spend 15.